Do you dream about your next trip? You're in the right place. On the Time to Talk Travel Podcast, we come to you weekly to share places to go and what to do when you get there. Let's dive into this week's adventure. Hi, I'm Nasreen, and we're here for another episode of Time to Talk Travel. And today it's Sharon and Des and I. We are going to be talking about something that is near and dear to all of our hearts. I know we've all done it. And it is the idea of working while traveling, whether it's traveling for a business trip and fitting the fun sights and sounds around it, or if you are traveling for any other purpose and attempting to get things done while you're on the road. Des, you have done this a ton, so I'm going to let you lead off. What are your two big tips for working and traveling? Oh, man. I've done it for decades. The job I have currently, I'm working from home. I don't have as much flexibility with hours. It's an 8.30 to 5, online, need to be available and focused. I can do it from anywhere, but I need to be online and available. Where the other one, it was all online and I could be working at 3 in the morning. As long as I was getting the job done, it didn't matter. Doing, being able to do it from anywhere gives you so much more flexibility. The pandemic changed this for a whole lot of other people. Uh, we got a statistic recently from a LinkedIn Workforce Confidence Index where they said nearly half of all professionals now have flexibility in where they work. Nearly half. Now, 28% work remotely, 18% work in a hybrid environment. That means the doors are wide open for a whole lot more of us to do this. The main thing for me is if you know you need to be online, make sure wherever you go has a reliable internet connection because if you can't connect, then you're going to have to move to where you can. And that might mean a hotel that you were really looking forward to. Again, you can work from anywhere. So there's no reason you can't be on vacation or in some really amazing destination and still working. But Again, if you've booked a place and they don't have the, the solid Wi-Fi you need, you're going to have to leave. Nobody wants that. And then understanding the, the schedule. You're going to have meetings sometimes that happen in the middle of the day. And if you're at a water park, that means you get out of that water. You go open the laptop somewhere quiet so that everybody doesn't hear the kids screaming around you. Good Wi-Fi and a quiet place when it's needed. Those are my two big things wherever I go. The very, very important big things. <laughs> yeah. Now, Sharon, I know that you're in a different end of the spectrum. Your husband and yourself are business owners. You can work from anywhere. We're not all tethered to a desk in a physical location anymore. But I know that you've said some really interesting things about how you get writing done and where you work from. So what are your big tips for traveling and working? It's a blessing and a curse because the fact of the matter is that you don't have to ask your boss for days off. You don't have to ask for permission to work from far away. But you have to be very disciplined and you have to have a good plan. Wi-Fi is everything, like Dan said, without a reliable Wi-Fi connection. You're going to have both a miserable work life and a miserable trip because you will be miserable about not being able to get the work done that you needed to get while you were traveling. There's no such thing for us as a vacation. We are always working. So that means we always have to worry about Wi-Fi. My husband has a lot of meetings. He's constantly in meetings. And those meetings often go long, longer than planned. If you're somewhere and you're booking a reservation for dinner or you're booking a tour or you're booking a ferry to an island, make sure that it's not 
anywhere within hours um, those meetings that tend to go on forever because they will and you will miss the boat and that, that has happened to me seriously <laughs> i feel you from the perspective of the person who usually ends up having the meetings who go long i traveled and worked for years i was a territory account manager i was in sales i was everywhere and nowhere and everywhere again with flights that relied on the prior flight and meetings having gone perfectly to then make the next one. So I, I get it. For me, on the business travel end of things, I think loyalty in general worked well. Picking a brand and kind of sticking to it, especially with hotels, made me feel like I knew what to expect every night. I had some pull if there was an issue to get it fixed or to go to someone because they see how many more upcoming stays I have booked and how many times I've stayed. Those were big ones for me. Wi-Fi, of course, always something to be aware of. I would bring Skyroam. It, we can borrow it from our local library. So you may have that available to you as well if you're listening to this. Skyroam can connect up to 10 devices and it's a mobile hotspot for Wi-Fi. But our local library has one that they lend out for up to a week at a time with your library card. And sometimes there are libraries of useful things in different communities I've been in, especially cities where you can borrow things like that or rent them from other people. Definitely look into that if you know that it might be iffy and you might need a little extra bandwidth or if you're bringing all the kids with you and you don't want to compete for the bandwidth of the cabin or whatever you've booked. It's a good option. I have extras of everything that I normally have to travel with. Chargers, uh, the extra plug-in thing that provides me with extra USB outlets, headphones. They don't leave my suitcase. They are in there every time I pack. I never take them out because my biggest fear is getting somewhere and realizing that I don't have one of the things I need to do my job. And so to take that down, everything stays there. I don't touch it. It's not home stuff. No one else touches it. They all know. I have the same thing. I have my travel chargers and my travel headphones. I travel spare batteries and they stay in my suitcase. And I don't care if somebody's dying and my kids need a charger. That is not coming out of that bag because it is. it has got to stay there. I actually, because I'm a writer, can work without Wi-Fi. So sometimes I find I work better without Wi-Fi. I like to work on cruise ships, for example because I have that quiet time. So if you are the type of worker where you can get a lot done without being online and the silence is actually beneficial, working on cruise ships for me has been just a lifesaver. In fact, I took a cruise. It was supposed to be our anniversary vacation. My husband and I went on like a four-day cruise in Mexico that was supposed to be, oh yeah, we're going to go on our anniversary, but we both were really behind on work. And it turned out that there was tons of Wi-Fi on this one boat, which is good to know for the future, but we ended up working the whole time because we had too much Wi-Fi. But you got so much done, so you're both proud of each other. We did get a lot done, but I would have, I, I can get sometimes more done when there isn't Wi-Fi. A dream is to do a transatlantic cruise and write all the way across the Atlantic. It could go south, though, because if the waves are rough, I don't know that I can a lot of work to I take a vacation to do that. I'd have to literally take the time off, which, again, I have that luxury because, yeah, like you said, you never get one. I didn't in the past. I just worked and made it all happen, where now I'm about to take two full weeks where I am on vacation. I don't have to open my computer for a single thing, and I cannot wait. 
that said, after that, I'll work for a month and be working from a different location and, and have to know that I have Wi-Fi, a safe VPN, the things that a work would require. I don't have a work set of computer batteries, whatever. I have a list in my phone of the things that I need to make sure I pack each time. And along with the charger medication, the phone charger, the computer charger, I have been on a trip before where I forgot the computer cord. And a Mac will last pretty long, but not three days. I was really lucky. I went to the hotel lost and found and somebody had left a cord behind. So I was able to use that and turn it back in at the end of the trip. That is a fantastic tip and that I figured out years ago when I left a charger behind, went up to the front desk and they're like, people leave these all the time and they never look for them. So we have a collection. 100%. Good call bringing that one up. The other thing about working especially if you have specific things you need to be on or tasks that you need to get done. I went on this ruthless efficiency thing a couple years ago where I decided that I was going to fix myself or whatever. This has now become a self-help podcast. But basically, I was just trying to see how long it took me to do things as I was pricing out going out on my own and how much I was going to charge for certain things and how long it took me to do it and why did it take me the length of time that it did. I spent a lot of time documenting how long it took me to do tasks, what the holdups were, what I could have done to do it better, and how I could change things. And one of the things that I did during that was I marked down in my mind and had lists of Things I can do from anywhere. So things I can accomplish from anywhere and things that I need other things for. So things I need Wi-Fi for, things I need to be in my office for, things I need certain circumstances to be right. And a major reason I did that is it was COVID times. I was going back and forth to MD Anderson for my father-in-law who had cancer, but I couldn't go in with him. And so a lot of times I'd be sitting in the car in the parking garage. I may or may not have Wi-Fi bathrooms weren't open everywhere. It was a crapshoot no matter what. And I would then be able to prioritize for the time around when I knew I was going to go on this doctor's appointment with him that, okay, I need to get the things that I need circum certain circumstances for done today because tomorrow I'm here and I can work off of this other list of things that I can do anywhere. And I think that's really important, especially if you're traveling from work it is making sure you set yourself up for success by really planning for the things that need certain circumstances and then tasking together everything else that you can fit in somewhere else, if that makes sense. That is so <laughs> smart. And it, it, it falls in line with the productivity tips of batching your tasks. We're all familiar with batching our tasks, but batching your tasks to match your you know, Wi-Fi situation or your working environment in order to be successful while traveling. It's just brilliant. I think another really important thing is to set certain work hours. If you know you're going to be on a meeting, if you know you're going to be this, and making that expectation clear to the people traveling with you, whether it's the best friend, whether it's your kids, whether it's the spouse, but saying there's no wiggle room. I have to be online at this thing. We can plan for something here and here, but I'm going to have to be working from midnight to 3 a.m. in order to squeeze in all the things you guys want to just understand. I might be a little cranky tomorrow when I'm sleepy because we had so much fun yesterday. Setting the expectations for everybody who is with you to say, look, I, I know you think I'm distracted right now. I used to say it all the time on my trips. 
it will take me 15 minutes to do this now, or it will take me three hours if I wait until after hours and have to call people who are no longer in the office and track them down. Please be understanding of it. And I think when you've got the expectations clear with everybody around you, then they know. It's the not knowing. And then you're walking through an amusement park and then all of a sudden, sorry, I have to stop for an hour and take a Zoom call. And I've been that person. I remember it still trying to find the quiet spot at Epcot. Some emergency happened. And because I wasn't technically on vacation, I needed to deal with it. And I had to deal with it then. And it stinks. It stinks for the person working. It stinks for the family. But at least setting expectations in advance makes it so it all doesn't implode. It's important that you don't force everyone to wait for you. If you know that's going to be the case, either remove yourself from the situation. There's places like WeWork or internet cafes. It's a good idea to do some research before you go to see if there's a place that you can take yourself to while your family is loud in the Airbnb that you've rented and they can go and have their fun and not feel like they have to tiptoe around you. Sometimes the best solution is just literally to leave and treat it like your work day. I think a lot of it is just so much about knowing yourself, too, and how you work and how you do things well. I had some great bosses over the years who were very in touch with all this emotional intelligence stuff before it came to the forefront. And I was a remote employee. I traveled all the time. I had specific areas that I felt like I was really productive in. And it happened by accident. You know, I'd be at an account in Canyon, Texas. I have a coffee shop I loved there. And I would be like, wow, I got so much done today. And he said, next time, why don't you just book an extra night and do your office day from there? And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, because then I can go home and be present for my family and have everything done. I arrive home and I'm done. And knowing that things like resort pass where you can book a room just for work for a couple hours during the day, it's not that bad price wise. You don't have to try and work in the room your family's in. Go somewhere else in the same hotel if possible. Sometimes they have little conference rooms or pods available. Thinking outside the box on some of the things like that can really make this huge difference. The other thing is just backup plan, backup plan, backup plan, ready for anything. Think about what you might not think about. And those are things like if you have passwords to get into things that are saved on your computer or you have a certain way you need to connect to a network to get into work, to screenshot the instructions on that or write them down or have them printed out. Because if you can't get on the Internet because you can't get through the way you're supposed to for work, you're going to want a copy of those somewhere that you can access and follow those instructions so that you're not making extra work for yourself on this work trip. 100%. I even have to travel with two computers. I have a laptop for work. I have a one personal laptop that when something goes south, I can still get the job done. I never want to have to leave where I am and go back home because ultimately it's on you to know that you can get the work done. And they don't really care that you're in this beautiful island paradise. Sorry about it. Get your butt home, get the job done. Yep. And I think that's all about, I love how we focused in on the whole being productive and working from the road, because there are a lot of el other elements of business travel and working from the road, flights, how to organize things that we talk about in other episodes as part of just travel in general. So really honing in on the productivity portion of working on the road is a, a different angle, I think, that people tend to lose focus on. Definitely things like bring a portable charger or video can suck up a phone battery really fast. And then 
as Sharon said, you don't want to ruin everybody else's day thinking about what am I missing? What am I missing? Have the backups, be ready, be focused, and then have fun. And setting the expectations with the people that you work with too, because you do have uh-huh. to set a boundary. Like family is also important. But your family has to know that you're not going to keep working. Even if your meeting does go a little long, sometimes you are going to eventually turn it off and be present. For sure. There'll be a lot more understanding. I can't tell you how many times I was working from a bathroom. That is not ideal. Every Disney trip I took, they had an alcove where the bathroom hotels were. But at midnight, if I had to get things done, not ideal. Not ideal. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm having a flashback right now. In the realm of working from other places, we had moved to San Antonio and I didn't have a spot to work set up yet. We were in the middle of the move. But this gym near me had a free trial and it included free childcare while you worked out. I didn't want to work out. I just wanted to work. I dropped my kids in the free childcare and went and worked in the locker room for the two week trial until I had my office set up. And that is genius. <laughs> it solved so many problems. I'd like to say that I got a lot of workouts out of my Renaissance Club sport membership. It was right next to my kid's school when I was like really seriously blogging and I spent all of my time in their cafe with my kids and younger kids in childcare and none of us working out. So again, gyms are a great secret. For a lot of things. I know traveling, when you need a refill on water, you can go in the gym and typically there's water in the gym. Little extra tidbit having nothing to do with working remotely. You know, yeah. you never know what we're going to share here. So... Anyone have any last productivity, working on the road tips to throw out there that have saved them in the past? I think I've covered all of them. Again, setting the limits, setting the expectations, making sure you have good, solid Wi-Fi wherever it is you're going and your supplies. I think those are the main things. It's all in the pack. Pack snacks. That was the one thing I didn't say is that when you're stuck, in your room or in the locker room, wherever you are, trying to get your work done so that you can go and enjoy your vacation. You don't want to have to shut down and go find something to eat. So pack snacks. Yeah, I always have an extra protein bar in a purse. Always. That's funny. Yes, pack snacks all the time. And then on the one more business travel side of things, my last round out tip for this one is I flew a lot and flights. If you're the business traveler and you want to get work done on the plane, Not everyone preps their kids with something to do for the plane. I used to carry blank paper and a pack of crayons in my purse because if there was a kid sitting near me who was getting rowdy and out of hand, I would give it to their parents and save myself (laughs) the ability to work. The the airplane was always my spot, Sharon, that didn't have Wi-Fi. If I needed to just write, as long as I'd done the research in advance and had everything copy and paste where I could compile, that was key. Or that's where I would edit my photos. I had friends around me all the time. You're always working. I have to make use of every minute I've got. I don't need the Wi-Fi on the plane in order to edit photos or what have you. But now I'm the person who gets to nap on the plane. I, I have a whole different set of priorities. This yeah. is not a tip at NAS. I know I'm sure that you have a whole bunch of apps up your sleeve that make it easier for you to work on the road. I know I have a couple of apps too, but I should just mention that 
maybe doing the research before you go and figuring out what apps are going to be helpful to you. And I'll share some of my new posts with this and maybe you guys can share yours too. Yeah, absolutely. All the things that you need to download on your phone to be productive. So definitely, I've got a couple that I can think of too, and I think we need to put a post together on that specifically. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Time to Talk Travel. This time we've talked all about working anywhere but home, and we will be back again next week with a different topic. Thank you. This has been another episode of Time to Talk Travel, brought to you by hashtagtravels.com. You can keep in touch with us between episodes by checking out our site, joining our newsletter, or connecting with us on social. We've always got the information you need in our episode notes. Until next time, happy travels, and thanks for being a part of our trip.